to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 276 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome to your weekly dose of randomness, technology and life. I think we're three weeks coronavirus free here in the studio. Yes, Touch and, wood. and we're going to be heavy on the random, just saying. <laughs> That's right, because uh, you don't want to hear about our boring uh, work days. Uh, no, you don't. No, 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 you don't. So, uh, but um, I did go out today. Yeah. I went out for the first time in two weeks and went for a bit of a walk. Um, I, like I've been going to work, so it's not like I've been locked in the house, Yeah, but... I've been inside at work or and, inside here. And I think you're lucky because you get to buy – you can get all your food from work. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. don't have to go through the gauntlet. I am not going to the supermarket. Like, I haven't – It's not happening. I haven't <laughs> been to the supermarket since last time I talked about it last week. I don't need to go till Tuesday. Um, really not looking forward to it again. But that's all right. But, yeah, no, it's, I think that's a positive Oh, yeah, absolutely. Totally positive. For you. I'm, I'm loving it. Okay, first thing I want to talk about today is when I say Tunisia, what's the first thing you think of? African country of yes. sorts? Yes, yes. Don't really know anything about it. Okay. I'm putting it almost at the level of maybe Nigeria. Okay. How high tech would you consider Tunisia to be? Well, because you're asking me that, I'm guessing they've done something, but uh, normally... Um, I uh, probably what not not third world like second world. They're slowly getting into the internet. That's okay. what I'm thinking. So Tunisia has a local uh, firm that makes autonomous robots for security, and these have now been provided to the government to patrol the streets during lockdown. What? Hang on. What were they doing before that? Then they were for for security. So they're so, selling oh, to, to okay. random people. Yeah, okay. Which knowing do what I know, new, what do, I know about North Africa is somebody have, has a compound. Yeah, they have armed okay. guards with submachine guns walking want, around the thing. Do these have machine guns? Uh, no, not uh, the not the one that is in the video. Have I, I got a link to the I video? Bet, yeah, I've got a link to the video. So we will put the video in the show notes. I bet they've got an upgrade package. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they will. Machine guns. So they've got these robots um, <laughs> just patrolling the streets. If it sees a person walking down the street, it comes up to them autonomously, right? And then it switch. It's like a call center. There's, there's an operator somewhere who, who goes ping, oh, and right. they see the vi- what's on this camera, and they get to question the. Uh, person um that's pretty cool and and the person so they're they're safe yeah unlike yeah, our good. police officers right. as it were right and but, they um, and they can say please show us your id so you've got um and there's uh, multiple videos about this but i've i've got one linked and um they'll hold up their uh id card or whatever driver's license whatever the hell it is yeah and yeah. that they zoom in on that and, yeah. and they go where are you going oh, i've just been to buy a packet of cigarettes because that's the usual thing apparently um and they're like okay hurry home whatever but yeah I, that was the thing though it's like Robots wandering the streets autonomously, checking out people. Tunisia is not the the country I would have immediately thought that would happen in first. It must it must only be worthwhile in a highly populated area. 
Does it? I don't know. It'll only be in town. And, and, and they've. I I suspect there's only a few of these things. Oh, yeah, totally. So, oh, totally. so, so the company's, like, given them to the government to use for this purpose, and then there's so many videos, but there's so many videos because it's so unique. Yeah. So there might be four of them, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no. Maybe there's a lot more. I'm not sure. If anybody can find out, let us know. I didn't know. If you're from Tunisia much. and you're listening to this podcast, and we know you are because uh, who what is What else them? are you going to do? <laughs> hey, <let> us- <coughs> you're in lockdown. Let us know. Uh, we'd yeah. love to find out. I wonder if they've like, got a problem of people trying to rob them. I just can't imagine them just crawling around. Oh, I suppose they've got everything on so them. So it's, it's the size of a small car. Oh, no, you should have led with that. Why do I think they were way smaller? No, they're they're, they're a decent unit. It's a decent unit. Well, they say size of a small car. When I looked at, it, I mean, this it's not a small car. That's like a big scooter, but still, it's it's a sizable. It's a, a sizable unit. Yeah, it would take three people, four people to pick it up. I would imagine. Yeah, but I guess it's got sensors and GPS and all that stuff built in. Yeah, oh, yep. interesting. Yeah. So anyway, uh, do you reckon we'll see more of those things around? Like. I know they've been talking about, obviously, testing and social distancing and all this. What do you think is something that's going to come out of this uh, that someone's inventing or going to repurpose? Do you think that the Americans will go, okay, next time there's a pandemic, we're going to have drones flying around? Because in Italy, um, the emirs over there are very angry, right? You know this. No. Oh, have you not seen that? Oh, okay. Look up, what? look up Italian mayors. He, they basically swear and rant and rave on national TV, telling everybody to stay inside, right? Yeah. But some I, people, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this guy's got a drone where he's screaming and ranting and raving from the drone now. It's got a speaker on it. Oh, right. I see what you mean. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's yelling at a drone. Oh, he's got a drone. Yeah. <laughs> speaker going out. Yeah, because I have seen one video where he comes up to somebody on the beach. Going, what are you doing on the beach? I'm the mayor, don't you know? Well, it's different mayors apparently. So this mayor is different. The drone mayor is different to the other mayor that was going around yelling at people. But they're taking it seriously. So well, they should be. There's they should a be a lot of people dying over there. So I've got a link here which I click on it and it says this link no longer exists or something like that. So I'm going to wing this one. I'm saying I find that hard to believe, Chris. I don't believe you've done that I in 276 look episodes. At look at this. Look, I'm not joking. It goes there and it goes. Gambling Insider. Cool. Gambling Your phone's insider. hacked now. Good, good, good. What's the story about, and why does it not exist so, anymore? You, Ukrainian entrepreneurs. Oh, there so we I go. This. <laughs> They've just gone, nah, nah, out. <laughs> so, you know, how do you make money in a pandemic? Well, if you're into sports and stuff, um, there's not a lot happening. So what's the best way to get around that, bro? Uh, the, do the virtual thing, isn't it? No? Play the... Yeah, you make up a league, and you sell it. To a um, to a betting aggregator offshore, and you go, oh, this is the XYZ league, and then you have a whole bunch of people who you pay who send in scores for it, and they start taking bets on it. The whole league doesn't exist. None of the teams exist. The whole thing doesn't exist, uh, and it went on for two months. So nobody fact <laughs> fact-checked it. Nobody fact-checked it. I don't know how long it went because I can't see the story, but there was a story there. I read it, and then I... Yeah, anyway. So, talking about apps and tech and stuff, I was just thinking about it. So, Singapore has an app to check in with people where they are uh, for the 
community spread of COVID, right? Yeah, so it'll track whether you've been near somebody who's yeah, yeah, yeah. later or at this point tested positive. That's right. And for a, a, a particular period of time. So I think you have to be in the same area as them for uh, 20 minutes or something, and then it flags you. Yeah, yep. something like that. So they're open sourcing all of that this week, I think it is. Oh, really? And okay. the New Zealand government's looking at it. But the New Zealand tech people, some of these people I've never heard of in my life, but they reckon that nobody's talking to us. And they're real upset about it. So a guy in Christchurch who has a company that builds like GPS tracking software goes, 15 of us from around the world worked on this for the last four days. We've built the whole system. The whole platform's ready to go. We can't get hold of anyone at the government. They've emailed it to all the MPs. This doctor woman. Jacinda, I know you're listening to the podcast because what else would you be doing? That's right. Um, maybe take a note, give it to one of your secretaries to look at. Not their health one because he's a douche, um, but one of the other ones. And yeah, sort that out. Well, this guy showed it <laughs> to another doctor who is higher. I've never heard of this doctor, but she's doing something somewhere. And she says, I can't evaluate him because I don't know about technology, but this is the 15th app I've already been shown. But this guy goes, we're ready to go. There's no cost. We'll give it to you. The only ongoing cost is about $3 per person per month for the cloud data storage. Yeah. Um, so we'll wait and see. But obviously- so AWS makes all the money. Yeah. They definitely- Old Bezos. They don't want to rush it because uh, they don't want to be you know, tracking everyone. Because if they start rolling that out, you know who's going to have problems with that, eh? Simon Bridges? I don't know about Simon Bridges. He'll be traveling. No, the 5G people. Oh, we, you know, the conspiracy theory. The 5G's caused it. <sighs> Are you on board with that? Let us know. Uh, oh, God. I did I did talk to Uncle John earlier today. Yeah. Did he have some uh, pearls of wisdom? He had some conspiracy theories of his own going on there. Uh, we won't go into that, but okay. that's cool. Uh, just a shout out to John, because I do know you listen to the podcast. When you're listening to this, Adam, just want to say, uh, randomly, I brought up somebody on Facebook who has some crazy stuff they've been sharing with everybody on YouTube, and Chris said that you had spoken to him and said that you were unfriending him, and I unfriended the same person this morning. You'll yes. know who I'm talking about. Yes, Adam, you'll know exactly who he's talking about. But it, it, it hit me at the exact same time that I think it hit you that we all decided that what is going on. And I kept him because I've got some really, really weird conspiracy theory people. I uh, showed Sam a different one uh, about, what was it, human... The Human Farming Project. Oh, my God. The Deep, <laughs> the the deep, deep State, state is uh, farming humans people. For meat. The veal from babies is a human babies is apparently awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go I, down I, that- I just jumped on there and went, uh, all good. I don't care. I'm a vegetarian. So, If you want yeah. to go down that rabbit hole to look at uh, human meat farms, that's oh something God. to look at. It's just crazy. Anyway, so uh, I will let you talk about New Zealand reclaiming the title, and it's all about the way the thing was measured. Of course it was. I, I was going to just say, I'm sure you've been losing sleep ever since uh, Baldwin Street in Dunedin lost its crown as the steepest street to some place in Wales that I can't pronounce. Anyway, it says here they've reclaimed it again. Uh, Guinness reversed its decision, saying the measuring method was wrong. Okay, what? Because a team of New Zealand's uh, not scientists, mathematicians, something. Toby Stoff uh, led the appeal. 
Yeah, that dude and his team uh, said, hang on, how are they measuring this? And they didn't measure it on a center line or something in terms of this. this yeah, they not there's different shapes and they're not doing it in 3D or something and they've got to use the central axis, the center line of the road. What's the difference? Oh, okay. 30, so, oh, it's a big Baldwin difference. Street, Baldwin Street is a straight road and I assume from what I read there – that the Welsh one is a, a, a spiral or a, yeah, not, not yeah. a spiral, but, you know, swooping back and forth. And that's the difference. So it's a big difference, though. 34.8% gradient for Baldwin Street and 286 for the other one. Yeah. And he said, oh, we, uh, he said, oh, they took the trip over to Wales. And he goes, I feel good that we followed through. I do feel bad for Wales because they are cool. A lot of fun. Um, I bet he got wasted when he was over there. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm just measuring this. And, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. anyway, we've got the title again. Uh, that's a good piece of news. So that's the, yeah, that's we can the, all that's sleep, the best piece of news we've had. In we can all sleep <laughs> easy now knowing yeah. that Baldwin Street is the steepest, steepest street in yeah. the world. Cool. Okay. Um, did you, I, I've got this the link in here, and I'm not – okay, I'm going to open it. What the hell, I'll open it. It sounds terrible. So, Tiger King, Joe Exotic may be pardoned by U.S. President Donald Trump. What? A, no, hang on, I know you're going to tell me about it, but what are the actual odds of this? Very slim, isn't it? It's a clickbait headline you've just clicked on. It's, it's a clickbait headline? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. I didn't think he would frickin'... Um, Who'd he pardon the pardon other time? Pardon that um, Captain Graham or whatever his name was... Um, the, the guy that got done for war crimes for posing with a corpse of a civilian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sniper dude. Um, he he was basically taken off. They, they w- wanted to kick him out of service, but they just demoted him. And President Trump jumped in and, and promoted him and uh, exonerated him oh. or whatever, which is I I don't stupid. think... I don't think he'll um, pardon Joe Exotic. I think the only time that may happen is if they find Carol Baskin, uh, husband, her husband. <laughs> um, Trump admitted he'd not. So somebody asked him this at the thing. So Trump admitted he'd not seen the docu series, which has garnered massive media attention since its premiere. Do you think he'll watch it? Nothing about the case. Are you recommending a pardon as a reporter? You're not allowed to do that, he said, before pointing his finger to another reporter to ask their opinion. But then Trump concluded by saying he'd take a look at the Joe Exotic situation before shifting his focus back to coronavirus. And you know that if this gets any media traction at all, he'll go, oh, people care about this. I might get some... What do you call it? Um, airtime on this. Mm, I might get some ratings. Maybe. I would love it if he had tigers in the White House and he was just like, oh, I've never uh, shown you, but here's uh, one. <laughs> here's one. Yeah. I, or, or a cow painted like a tiger. Yes, that was very detailed. I want to see more cows painted like tigers. Actually, if you don't know what we're talking about. Sam's going to explain it now. Oh, there's a meme floating around two farmers somewhere in the States, I think it was, and they've recreated uh, Joe Exotic. One of them looks exactly like him. The other one looks like the boyfriend, I mean, husband, ex-husband. And uh, I thought one of them had the legs. Yeah, yeah. One's Joe Exotic. Yeah. And I think the other one's the... Uh, but the ex-husband didn't have the legs. The legs was the keeper, wasn't it? No, no. The Sorry, Joe Exotic's leg brace. 
Oh, right, right. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you meant the guy with... No, the, the um, fake... No, no, no. Broken off legs. Broken off legs. Which has got nothing to do with tigers. <laughs> which cracks me up. Don't want to don't ruin it for you. But they've uh, painted these cows to look exactly like... Ti- well, a cow to look exactly like a tiger, and it's epic. And- it is so good. <laughs> it is so good. We'll, we'll try... Sam will find the video and put a link in the show notes so you can have a look and enjoy this along with us. I told Chris the other day I was out driving because uh, I'm allowed to, and um, <laughs> there was a- essential workers. That's right. We're both essential, aren't we? Special. Carry on. No, okay, <laughs> right. I don't know what to say to that. Um, there's a couple of farms. There was a farmer who has used the big green hay bales and made a giant teddy bear in his field. I saw another one today. That's next level. It's the big bales in white. And then on top of that, they've accentuated it with like the rectangle bales of hay as well. And it was pretty epic. And I wish I had a photo, but it's, they put them in the weirdest spot. And it's not, yeah. See, that's where, I got to tell you, that's where that little um, cam thing of mine's really good. The, the dash cam. Dash cam. Because yeah. you can actually go, eh, eh. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, that, eh, eh, for those not watching, <laughs> was me turning an imaginary camera with my fingers. Uh, anyway. I think they got that. <laughs> <laughs> They've been listening long yeah, enough yeah, to know yeah, yeah. what to you know were doing. That I, yeah, okay. So I, I like this. I thought this was genius. NASA is funding a vast radio telescope uh, concept on the far side of the moon. I didn't bother reading it because words. Um, but I saw the picture, and that's enough for me. So basically what they're doing is using a major crater in the moon and uh. using it as a collector dish, and they're putting four wires across the expanse wow. of this uh, thing and and uh, suspending the collector. Yeah. Um, so they've got the reflector. They're using the whole crater, which I think is phenomenally huge. It does say concept. So it is concept. Yeah, but the fun. Don't they have concept. to fight China or the Nazis for that far side of the moon? Well, yeah, there's probably black spaceships over there already that they've got to fight through to get to it. But once you know. they learn about the five G and they the can't 5G. get there, the five G <laughs> is coming from there. So to be so, um, some people a couple of days ago uh, tried to vandalize a cell phone tower here in New Zealand. Have we? We haven't even got five G, have we? Uh, a couple of spots do. Oh, really? The problem is, according to the thing I saw this morning, is you, no one can, if you're not in the telecommunications world, you can't tell the difference between a 3G, 4G or 5G cell phone tower. Yeah, I wouldn't have a clue. And in other parts of the world, they're getting a bit more crazy and they're actually blowing them up with bombs and stuff. So... I saw some uh, random video and I started watching I just like gave up, but... Um, this guy had a detector, and if it's 20%, it's like this. If it's 100%, it'll boil the skin off you. And it went over to this 5G thing. It's 180% right now. I'm Should like, he be vaporized? But, but you've still got skin, bro. <laughs> oh, no. I know. But anyway, I thought that was a really good idea, this uh, radio telescope. So it's using this big crater as a collector, uh, reflector, rather. It's got a collector suspended. Um, the whole thing is about getting these four um, trucks, if you want to call them that, on either side of the thing to suspend it. Um, so, yeah, good idea. I thought that was genius. Excellent. Uh, I'm just trying to find that comment from that random person. Okay. Well, let me... Uh, Tipsy Fiverr user obviously listens to the podcast. I've got to 
I'm thinking I know who it is, but I'm not 100% sure, so I'm not going to say. But <laughs> they commented on uh, my own Giant Pumpkin NZ image and uh, mentioned the uh, German Marine Spoon, which means only one thing. They are stalking us on the podcast, so hello to you. But talking about that Well fiber, done on the German Marine Spoon, whoever you are, um, as I say, we suspect. But whoever you are, that's... That's that's good game. I like that. I just want Respect. to throw throw it out there. Uh, if you are using Fiverr, have a look at Upwork. I've just used it yesterday, and it's just so much better. You uh, create the job, and then all these people pitch, like apply for your work, and you say yes or no. And uh, there's some really clever, high quality candidates out there wanting work. Yeah, and, I, um, I got my first app made um, probably. Eight or nine years ago, um, there, and uh, it was called something different. Then it's the same platform, but it. I'm changed, trying to think changed. what the name was. Was it? Oh, I, I want to. I think it be, was called something called with O, but I don't know why. Oh yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, anyway, because um, I think back in the day there was two. A eh? there was like three. There was Fiverr, Upwork, and because uh, I think Upwork was something different. No, I think I, I think it changed its name to Upwork. I don't. Oh, I unless thought, there was a I thought Upwork, Upwork was um, virtual assistants originally. There was one that was virtual assistants. That might still be around, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. anyway. So uh, no, it was really good when I. When so I if you want an app to work out what the GST is going to be when it turned to fifteen percent, is that I, what it was? Yeah, that's what it was. Um, and it, it, was, it was a great little app. And it, it won't work on anything now because it's never been updated. No. You could go find it. You can't find it. You won't be able to get it going because uh, it has. I haven't updated it with every thing. It was just a, an experiment for me to see what uh, getting a remote worker would do and building an app. And it worked perfectly. What I want to sh- talk about right now is this kid. He's a Boy Scout in America. What's he holding on to? Rubber bands? No, he has um, 3D printed those. Yeah, what do they do? They do something you talked about before. Where's the, there was an image for them. Oh, there. Uh, hate the ads. It's an air protector for masks for. Ah, oh, very good. Yeah, very so, good. so it's a. It, it's a just trying to describe. We'll have a, a strap link on the with show. knobs on it. Yeah, it's a strap with prongs on it. And your masks that you, surgical masks that you wear, instead of. Putting them over your ears, I think Sam mentioned it the other day that, that um, workers were... Coming get, up with different plans. Yeah, they One were getting sore ears, so they had clip. buttons yep. in their things or paper clips. Well, this thing that he's doing um, is you know 3D printing them. It's just a strap. You put it at the back of your head and you um, flip the thing over that rather than over your ears. And um, yeah, That's really cool because it's uh, a good idea. It works for different sized heads because yep. there's multiple things to strap onto. And it'd be super quick and easy to print. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't like, take too much uh, thing. So, yeah. Uh, so, well done, kid. Um, he's a 13-year-old. Um, simple yet ingenious design is a notch strap. This sits on the back of the person's head when wearing a mask. The elastic bands are looped around the notches on either side of the guard. This ensures they stay in place while not rubbing the backside of the ears. Um, I don't know if he's giving them away or selling them. Nah, I'd give them away, probably. In one week, I've personally produced over 1,300 straps. Whoa, it's a 1,215 lot. 1,215 have gone to a few hospitals in my region where they seem to be really appreciated, he wrote. Um, a volunteer group that I'm contributing to in Vancouver, BC area has delivered over 3,300 straps, including mine. So, all up. Because the great thing about the 3D printing is they can just upload the file 
And then anybody with anybody 3D can printer do can do it. So if you have a 3D printer and you know people that are having that Stop issue, printing out your random whatever you're printing. <laughs> Cancel that. Throw out that weird figurine you're trying to download. No one cares. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you heard about Miss Ishikawa? No. I think it's, her first name's Yumi. Yes. Yumi Ishikawa. What does she do? Uh, she works in a funeral parlor Excellent. in Japan. That's what we want to hear. And she got really upset because they kept saying the dress code is that requires women to wear high heels. And famously, Chris is against women wearing <laughs> high heels. So automatically, he's drawn to this story. We talked about it in a previous episode. If you want to see how much he really, really cares about this topic, go check that out. Just go to the com. search for high heels. Yes, uh, exactly why I put that in there. But I didn't realize this. Um, so... She started a petition, said she was made to wear high heels while working a funeral party. Her tweets on the issues went viral with more than 30,000 shares. So is this is this just and, in Japan? Yeah. And uh, so the campaign is referred to in uh, Japan as hashtag K-U-T-O-O, kutu. It plays on the Japanese words for shoes, kutsu, and pain, kutsu. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because they. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a throwback to obviously the old uh, bound feet. Thing, but apparently, no, no. Apparently, it's a big thing in in Japan. Uh, m- most uh, officers and everything like that tell uh, women they have to wear high heels or they're not to come to work. Oh. It's so pervasive that the Minister of Defense, I think it was, or something like yeah. that, in Japan, is a woman felt she had to wear high heels on the deck of an aircraft carrier that she visited. Which of is... all the places you want to wear uh, inappropriate <laughs> shoes, the deck of an aircraft carrier is where you want to do it. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, I... Because and, Chris is famously against women wearing high heels, if you didn't realise. <laughs> so, yeah, Stupid. It's so stupid. So anyway, has she got any traction with this yeah, petition? Yeah. Um, and is yes, it, although the uh, has anything changed, office said, or is she going to no, find a new job? No, women should be wearing high heels. Is pretty much the reaction so far. But we'll see how that goes with more petition signatories. So we'll see. I obviously they, uh, you it's know, early days on that one. The, the the Japanese people in charge will have a fetish with it. I'm guessing so. <sighs> Just imagine what else they have to have. There's so many things that they could be worried about. High heels. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. So uh, that's pretty much all I had, to be honest with you. That's all I had. I'm looking forward to Easter weekend. I've got it off. Not doing anything at all. Hanging around here. Yeah. uh, I I got Good Friday off. uh, Working Saturday. Got Sunday off. I'm going to talk to my family on Zoom, I think. Are they? Okay. Are they all up to play with Zoom? My mum, so I talked to my mum today. Hang on, yeah, you said that before to me, uh, before we started. Was that just on the phone then? I rang her, yep. Oh, okay. And you're like, hey, there's this thing called Zoom. No, no. She was she, just all she, over she, it. She says, because she's in the J-dubs, right? Yes. She goes, oh, we're doing our J-dub things on Zoom. I said, oh, that's interesting. I've got an account with Zoom. Yeah. We could actually create a meeting for you to jump on Zoom. Yeah, I can do that. So that's the only reason I thought, and that's and that's the thing that Zoom's done so well is it's really accessible and reasonably easy for people just to click two buttons and and go. You can do it for free if you don't have an account. I mean, I know Skype you can do for free if you don't have an account, 
but um but Skype's so complicated so bad yeah they reckon that the reason they're doing that is because Microsoft's trying to get everyone to move over to teams Microsoft teams is the new thing yeah so they're slowly killing it off so uh I started on zoom two years ago um for uh for TEDx coaching primarily and obviously for oh actually it must be four years ago for TEDx coaching. In the last two years, I've been doing it for D&D, but I already had it. And the reason I switched from Skype to Zoom was because every time I turned Skype on, it says you don't have a camera. And I had to unplug the camera and plug That's it back right. in. I remember you doing and that I all the time. And I ended up putting an extension cord for the camera so it's right next to my keyboard so I didn't have to get behind the computer every freaking time. So I could just unplug it and plug it in and go, oh, you have a camera now. It was already there, you stupid, stupid program. So that's why I got Do you feel better now? <laughs> The pent up rage from four years ago has finally come I out. Pent up rage for this lockdown. That's right. I think. So hang on, who else is coming into your family? Well, I don't know. Uh, my sister said okay, and my other sister I haven't managed to get hold of yet. So uh, it'll be them, and then maybe my nephew and niece. Maybe Liam, if yes. you're listening to this, uh, check your emails because it's this afternoon on the day we release this that we're doing it. Oh right, okay. You're, yeah. Okay, so good, Sunday good, afternoon good. when I've got my day off. Okay, very good. Okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.